This is God's servant Dilip Koshikoshi. I am the pastor of Revelation Church. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. I pray that you will experience the power of God's word in all its richness and glory today. May your faith be revived, your mind be renewed, and your body be healed in Jesus' name. Let's pray. Father, we are in your presence. Lord, we seek your face. Thank you for speaking over us. From the time we start the service, Lord, you have spoken over us. That's an amazing word, incredible word, word that can change our perspectives. Perspective, that the word that can shape our outlook, change the very person that we are. Lord, today we are here to seek your face and to seek your voice, to hear your voice. And we want to hear your voice. We want to hear the words of eternal life. Give unto us that which you have for us, Lord. Minister unto us. Help us, we pray. Have your way in our midst. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 We've been closely considering some, uh, some passages this past few weeks. Of course, last week we had Pastor Smokey uh, minister to us and uh, even the things that he shared is so much in line with what we've been considering. Um, it's a blessed time of listening to God's word. Today we're going to go back to where I left off. Yes, Philippians chapter 4 verses 4 to 8. Four to eight. Let's read it together. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I will say, rejoice. Let your gentle spirit be known to all men. The Lord is near. Ah, one more time. Let's read that, 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 that line one more time. Let your gentle spirit be known to all men. The Lord is near. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. I think I'll keep it there. I'll stop there. I'm not going to go to the next verse, which we will revisit some other time. Let's read uh, also from Matthew chapter 6, verses 24 to 34. Matthew chapter 6, 24 to 34. I hope you are soaking in. Uh, every, every time you read scripture, even if it's a familiar passage, just pay attention because there's so much that comes to you when you pay attention to scripture. No one can serve two masters for either, either he will hate the one and love the other or he will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and wealth. For this reason I say to you, do not be worried about your life as to what you will eat or what you will drink. Know for your body as to what you will put on. It's not life more than food and the body more than clothing. Look at the birds of the air that they do not sow, nor reap, nor gather into barns. And yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not worth much more than they? Hallelujah. And why are you worried about clothing? Observe how the lilies of the field grow. 
they did not toil nor do they spin yet i say to you that not even solomon in all his glory clothed himself like one of these but if god so clothes the grass of the field which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the furnace will he not much more clothe you you of little faith do not worry then saying what will we eat or what will we drink or what will we wear for clothing for the gentiles eagerly seek all these things for your heavenly father knows that you need all these things but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you so do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will care for itself each day has enough trouble of its own man we've been we've been dealing with the topic of anxiety say anxiety i told you that uh, anxiety is a, a big business in the world today it's a big business it's a it 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 excites some of those big businesses this whole aspect of anxiety because they make money out of anxiety of man, man's anxiety the bible here is saying <clears throat> do not be anxious or worried about anything say anything or some other version says be anxious of for nothing say nothing nothing no it the scripture straight away strips us of all right any right to be anxious as christians you have no right to be anxious you have no room to be there's no license given to you to be anxious as a bible believing christian you you have to understand that the bible does not give us room for anxiety and in in matthew chapter 6 verse 25 we read do not be worried about your life as to what you will eat or what you will drink no for your body as to what you will put <clears throat> what you will put on is not life more than food and the body more than clothing so first we have to reconcile with this truth say so life is more than food how many of you love food we all love food we all love food we've been hearing about food a lot these days friday also we heard a lot about food the bible is talking look at that the bible is saying very clearly life is is not life more than food life is more than food life is more than wealth life is more than money life is more more than a good job the way some people live it's like uh, you know life is all about food life is all about salary life is all about making money the bible says it's not life more than food and the body more than clothing goes on to say and i want to i want to turn your attention today i have a I have something very special for you today if you pay attention you'll get this look at the birds of the air the next verse look at the birds of the air that they do not sow nor reap 
no gather into barns yet your heavenly father feeds them hallelujah how are the birds fed how many of you observe birds i i i told you that you you must go and observe birds how are birds fed they go to a restaurant and they pay the bill and they order food and they when the bill comes around they swipe the card how are birds fed think about it i wanted to think about it how are birds fed now here the bible says they do not sow they do not reap no gather into barns they have no bank account they have no atm card they have no upi id but they are fed think about it do birds fast and pray for a meal do birds fast and pray for a meal lord please give us food this day do they do that yet they are fed the bible says they did not sow they did not reap they did not gather into barns yet they are fed the heavenly father feeds them look at the birds of the air that they did not sow did not nor reap nor gather into barns and yet your heavenly father feeds them god feeding the birds is a natural phenomenon it's a natural phenomenon it's a natural phenomenon it's a very natural phenomenon and everything that birds would need the birds of the air everything that they need for their diet is already found in nature isn't it everything that birds would need for their breakfast or lunch or dinner is already found in in nature the god, god has already placed those things in nature so that they can have a good meal not only that god has given the instinct for these birds to search and find the food that of their liking and feed on it isn't it right everything is arranged in nature itself say nature itself now look at the scripture one more time look at the birds in the air that they do not sow no reap no gather into barns and yet your heavenly father feeds them how it's a natural process it's a natural phenomenon so god feeds the birds of the air according to a very natural the laws of nature laws of nature and then the scripture says are you not worth much more than they you know how christians read some of those christians read the scripture look at the birds of the air that they do not sow no reap no gather into barns and that your heavenly father feeds them some christians will read that scripture and go like okay god is going to feed me with worms and grains 
Look at the birds in the air. Because that's what birds feed on, right? Worms and grains and this and that and what not. That's not what the Bible is talking about. That's not what Jesus was talking about. He said, look at the birds. And them having their food is a, is a, the Bible also talks about the eyes of every living creature look to him expectantly. And he gives them food in. Ah, he gives them food in. Due season. How? Say laws of nature. Have you ever seen a, uh, an animal walk into a restaurant for food? No. It's the law of nature. They find their food in, in nature itself. But you are worth much more than. You are worth much more than they. Meaning your diet is not worms and grains. Your provision is not based on the laws of nature. Your provision is based on supernatural laws. God feeds you based on supernatural laws. Your worth much more than they. Amen. Now the thing is, when we live a life on this earth, we tend to um, identify ourselves with everyone around us. The patterns of this world and we think, okay, um, how do people make a li livelihood? They, you know, they study and they get a job and they slog 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 and make some money and they, you know, and they save up and they save up and they save up and finally they manage to have a livelihood. And we tend to think like that and we tend to think that that's how we all have a livelihood. Because that's the, the law of nature. But you must understand that God wants to provide for you, not based on what you see around you, not based on the trends of this world, not based on the patterns of this world, but He wants to provide for you above, beyond. Because you are worth much more than the world. Because you're a child of God. The, mom, the moment you stepped into the kingdom of God, you, you know what the, the, the tag on you says? Worth much more than the rest of the world. Because you have stepped in to the kingdom of his beloved son. The problem is we are still stuck. You know, we, are still, we, we still think that you know, we have to be like that and do like them and, and follow that pattern. You know, we have to work so hard and you know, we have to you know, work overtime. And spend sleepless nights. Sometimes I look at Christians and I go like, do they really understand what favor is all about? Favor? I told you, I test testified to you about how I got my car.
இந்த நேச்சுரல் ஐ டோன்ட் கெட் த லோன் இந்த நேச்சுரல் ஐ இல் டேக் இஃப் இன் இஃப் ஐ கெட் த லோன் ஐ இல் டேக் சே செவன் இயர்ஸ் ஆஃப் ஃபைவ் இயர்ஸ் டு பே ஆஃப் த லோன் தட்ஸ் த நேச்சுரல் காட்ஸ் ப்ரொவிஷன் டு யூ இஸ் நாட் பேஸ்ட் ஆன் த நேச்சுரல் நோ ஐ டோல் யூ அபவுட் த ப்ராஃபெட் ஹூ ப்ரொஃபஸ்ட் ஓ மீ அண்ட் சேட் யூ கான் கெட் அ கா when he didn't have a car by the way i didn't tell you that part of the story the the man of god the, my friend who who prophesied over me and said god's going to give you a car and gave me the a sign towards it he said i told you all that and uh, he didn't have a car when he spoke over me and when i called him up to say that i'm getting a car he said now i know i'm, I'm also going to get a car and he told us uh, you know the the people that he is uh, you know fellowshipping with and mentoring he told them okay pastor dilip is getting a car that means i am also going to get a car two weeks later he called me and said i am also getting a car and yesterday he got the car and the interesting thing is uh, i think one year back a uh, two years back i'm not exactly sure he he wanted to get a bike he didn't have a bike or he had a scooter or something he wanted to get a bike uh and he thought of getting a loan and he applied for the loan he didn't get the loan for a bike some complication he didn't get the loan for a bike next thing that you know is somebody steps up and says pastor don't take a loan for the bike i'm going to pay it pay for it he gets a bike two is down the line <clears throat> he goes to the i don't know the same bank but he goes to the bank and he says i want to get a car i would like to have a loan for the car the bank says yes you will get the loan immediately so supernatural supernatural you have to expect supernatural things Look at the birds of the air they do not sow they do not reap they do not gather into barns yet the heavenly father feeds them laws of nature according to the laws of nature god has placed these things in nature so that they are fed well say they are fed well but you are worth much more than they and god's provision to you is not based on the laws of nature Because you're a child of God. Yes, He feeds the birds of the air by natural laws. Yes, His goodness He bestows upon the the just and the unjust, the righteous and the uh, unrighteous. He causes the sun to shine down upon them. The Bible talks about all those things. But you are special. Because you're a child of God. priced possession worth much more hallelujah now we are so worried about things of this life because we are subjecting ourselves to natural laws that's why now i was talking to a 
a dear friend of mine um this week yeah last week so when they got i mean we you know we happened to visit a family the new car and all so this person was saying that when they ah that's another testimony that's another testimony okay so this family wanted to get a car and um they tried for the loan and one bank denied i mean sorry one bank uh, dec- yeah denied them loan and then um they reapplied in the father's name who's a pastor and they got the loan just like that and they were all surprised they don't know what happened how no idea know what happened <laughs> a few months back they 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 requested for 6 months of statement a few months back somebody had to trans they want to transfer a big amount like in two or three batches and they could only trust this one man in that land concerning that transfer so that money came in and <laughs> went out of that account so when the statement came out they had sufficient average balance in the account which got them the loan anyway that's another story that's uh, so he, i was talking to them and they said uh, when they got the car the mileage was 16 kilometers 16 kilometers and then used it for a couple of years then the petrol prices started to go up suddenly it's going up shooting up the last time they checked the mileage is 22 kilometers 24 kilometers that's right 24 kilometers supernatural say supernatural because that's how god wants to bless his people we are like you prices are going up so how are, how are we going to manage the the expenses natural laws apply to natural men you are not you're not you're not me a man you're not natural natural laws does not apply to you do not apply to you the only way uh, the enemy can slow down a christian in a spiritual walk is by giving him worry you must understand worry is a distraction worry is an open door fear is an open door worry is a distraction and worry can manipulate your decisions a person who is always worrying about things his decisions are corrupt worry can affect the way you live your life worry can derail relationships and worry is not your portion in life why because it is a gentile way it's a gentile way to worry are you a gentile you're a child of god it is a gentile's way of life to worry you're not a gentile you're a child of god huh Co-heirs with Christ. That's right. 
And if you are a person who is always anxious and worried and always fearful about life, always tensed about your future, and uh, and if anxiety is your portion in life, then it's a sign that you're living a very ordinary life. And it's a sign that you must not ignore. And don't take it lightly. Now you sense worry in your life, you sense that anxiety is driving your life, it's a serious thing. Do not ignore it, because you're called to live a higher life. And if you're stuck in the, see, you must understand these are the the basics of uh, Christian living. If you're still stuck with the worries of this world, if you're still stuck with the anxieties of this world, that means you are very immature. You're, you're still a child. And I, like, I like that question in Matthew chapter 6 and verse 27. And which of you by being anxious can add a single cubit to his lifespan? You know what's a cubit? What's a cubit? You know how long is a cubit? It's a, it's a measure of... Um, Distance. One cubit is around one and a half feet, 18 inches or something like that. Which of you, by being anxious, can add a single cubit to his life's span? That's such a profound scripture. Your anxiety does not add to the length of your days. Now you try, try it out. You worry, worry, worry and see whether you, you're going to live more than what God has allotted to you. The Bible is, I mean, Jesus is very clearly saying, you're, nobody by worrying can add a cubit, a single cubit to the measure of his days. Now if, you're, if, if your days are going to get long, longer because of your worry, then your worry is justified. You have X number of days to live. And God has allotted the number of days that you're going to live. By worrying, you're not going to add to it. Not a single cubit to your stature of life, to your length of days. Instead, by worrying, you're eating into the length of your days. You're filling up into the the days that you're supposed to enjoy life. You're making your life more cluttered by, by worrying. The amount of time people spend worrying about things. Proverbs chapter 12 verse 25. Anxiety in a man's heart Weighs it down, but a good word makes it glad. Let's read it together one more time. Anxiety in a man's heart weighs it down, but a good word makes it glad. Now NKJV says, anxiety in the heart of man causes depression. But a good word makes it glad. Now, if it, it is abnormal for a Christian to be worried in life, 
is abnormal to be worried in life for a christian is an abnormality worried about how i'm going to pay the bill what i'm going to eat what how i'm going to feed my family how i'm going to take care of my children how i'm going to do this and that and so on and so forth if that's how you live your life it's an abnormality now a christian cannot live such a life there's no provision in the bible for a christian to live like that and if you worried like how are you going to do all these things the old, see you need to pay closer attention to scripture now the remedy for worry is god's word the only remedy for worry is paying attention to god's word now if you're living a life of worry that means you need to pay more attention to god's word because god's word defines your life better than anything else Now you think that the pattern of this world is defining your life. No, God's word defines. That's what I said. Your life is not scripted by the ordinary script of this world. Your life is scripted according to God's word, which is all about the supernatural, which is all about the, the miracles, which is all about the glory of God. The Bible says, be anxious of nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your request be made known to god so what are you supposed to do when you're anxious exactly and why is it that as christians sometimes we don't do that when you are anxious what do we do we think more isn't it when you are worried we think more and we discuss more and we seek human solutions but the bible says be anxious for nothing but say but but in everything say in everything so be anxious of nothing but in everything your giver no space to be anxious concerning anything in life but concerning everything in life you given the privilege to pray when you're anxious pray tell your neighbor pray when you're worried pray you worried about something pray a simple doctrine right when you're worried pray you're still feeling the worry continue to pray that's right in line with scripture you're still feeling the worry continue to pray in line with scripture you got to pray till that worry goes out of the system Amen. now sometimes we are so stingy with prayer now sometimes i talk to people and i ask them what's the matter and they'll say something oh, this is something bothering me and then i said we'll pray about it yeah i prayed about it but i'm still what do you mean i still you have a worry you pray about it 
and you're feeling the worry again, you pray about it. You pray till that worry leaves you. Settle it. Now you, you want to, see, in government offices, you need to make an application. You need to you know, submit, an, submit an application concerning something. You, know, you don't go to the, um, you know, you don't stand in front of the, the office and say, okay, I've come to the government office and I'm going to go back. No. What do you do? You go inside. You don't go till the door of that office and then return. No. You go in all the way till the desk that you're supposed to go. Fill in the application. Pay the fee or whatever you are supposed to do. Submit the application. Get the acknowledgement slip. And then you return, right? So you must pray like that. Now your prayers are like that sometimes. You go to the government office, see the office, okay, the municipality. Saw the board, board of the, of the municipality. Okay, fine, I'm going back. Don't pray like that. Just because you saw the board of the municipality does not fetch you anything. You have to go to the concerned officer. You have to go to the concerned officer with the, concern, the, the required papers, submit it, get your acknowledgement slip and then only you can leave. You've got to see prayer like that. Sometimes your prayers are so incomplete. So half-hearted. You know why? Because you don't believe in your prayers. That's why. You just pray to fill up, fill up the, you know, the timetable. You're worried about something? Pray. Till that worry goes out of the way. You completely settle about the matter. Pray till it leaves. Because that's what the Bible talks about here. Look at that one more time. Be anxious of nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. It's a process. Say process. You have to complete the process. How do you do it? Through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. That's the full process. I prayed about it. Did you make your supplications? Did you make your petitions? Yeah, I, I let him know what I want. Okay. Did you give thanks for that? Are you convinced that your requests have been made known to God? Don't hurry out of your prayer room. Don't hurry out of your prayer time. Now, I, this, this is something that the Lord is putting in my spirit to tell you. You have to enjoy a long time of prayer. Long hours of prayer. You know, something I've been desiring. You know, I've been asking the Lord. I need to enjoy prayer more than ever before. I want to enjoy more prayer time. God wants to bless you with that. Not that you know, that He gauges our prayer based on the duration. Not like that. But because you want to spend time. 
presenting your supplication, making your prayers and giving time, enough time for thanksgiving. And in the end, you need to be convinced that your requests have been made known to God. Then what happens? Then, say then. Say then. Say then. What happens after that? The peace of God which surpasses all understanding. The problem is, if you make the other kind of prayer, which is like this, you went and saw the, the municipality board and you left the prayer time just like that. You didn't enter into that office. There's no peace. You, you know what prevails over you even then? All understanding, human understanding. That prevails over you. Because you have not submitted your request fully into the hands of God. But the kind of prayer that you need to make is, you submit it, you are so convinced that it has been, it is completely given in the hands of God. You are convinced that you have made your request known to God. You get the, get the acknowledgement slip from God. You know what it is? The peace of God which surpasses all understanding. Now recently I was trying to submit an application. You know, some of you know about it. It's one funny story. My, my license was getting expired and I wanted to renew it. Uh, you know, I tried to apply it, make, submit the application. Everything is online now. And to my surprise, I came to know that uh, all the details are wrongly entered in the system, in the database. The physical copy is all fine. Back in the day when I got the license, it was all, you know, physical copies. So then later they computerized and um, put it all upon in the server. The database was all digitalized. So somebody would have made the data entry. And all the details concerning my license was wrongly entered. So I couldn't make the application online. Now, right from the, my name, my father's name, um, what else? The, the date of expiry. My, according to the database, my license expired in 1900. They gave me the license in 2002. My license expired in 1900. So things like that. So I couldn't make the application. Then finally I had to go to the office and you know, go through a long process. Uh, did different things and finally, finally, after a long wait of maybe one or two weeks, uh, I had to like, you know, follow up on that. I had to call up people and then seek some help and this and that. Then finally, I got the acknowledgement from them. Your application has been submitted and is under processing. Get the acknowledgement slip. In prayer, the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, is the acknowledgement slip. If you don't have that acknowledgement slip after your prayer, you know what it is? It is an indicator that you need to pray more. I prayed about it, but I'm still worried. You know what? You need to pray more. I prayed about it, but I'm not so sure. You know what? You need to pray more. 
no i prayed about it but i don't know how it's going to happen you know what's happening the the human understanding is prevailing over you you know until the peace of god which surpasses all human comprehension all human understanding all the wisdom of this earth until that peace takes over your heart and guards your heart and your mind many your thinking your senses your emotions heart is about emotions and mind is about your intellect your thinking so if you're still thinking thoughts which are contrary to your prayer that means you need to pray more your emotions are telling you things which are contrary to your prayer that tells you that you need to pray more <coughs> do not do not belittle the power of prayer then every time you feel a little worry pray now the bible does not ask you to ignore your worry the bible does not say are you worried just ignore it no the bible says if you are worried pray be anxious of nothing meaning what not be anxious and in case you are anxious what you are supposed to do but in everything every form of anxiety every form of worry through prayer and supplication let your request be made known to god and the peace of god which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in christ jesus amen tell your neighbor do not be stingy in prayer tell your other neighbor do not be lazy in prayer because a life of anxiety and worry is the outcome of insufficient prayer uh, see the if christians are worried if christians are anx- like you know undergoing through anxiety disorder or depression the only reason is they're not praying enough they're not paying attention to god's word of course and if you're not paying attention to god's word you cannot pray right some people don't know how to pray you don't know how to pray because you don't read the word of god only if you read god's word and study god's word can you pray right because if a prayer is made not according to god's word it's not going to avail anything but the effective prayer of the righteous will avail much what's the effective prayer of the righteous a prayer made in accordance to god's word if you ask anything according to his will this is the confidence that we have that he hears us So first we have to learn his will. How do we do that? Study God's word. So if you're worried, study God's word and pray in line with God's word. Still worried? Study God's word, pray in line with God's word. If you're still worried, study God's word, pray in line with God's word. Till that worry goes out of your system. So do not accommodate worry. It is not it is not your portion in life like i said it's a gentile way that's not your portion hallelujah now we just read that scripture from from proverbs anxiety in a man's heart weighs it down anxiety in the heart of man causes depression but a good word makes it glad what's a good word that's right any word that is in line with god's word is a good word anything that agrees to god's word is a good word 
So if you're carrying anxiety in your heart, it causes depression. Speak the word in line with God's words. A good word makes your heart glad. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. So when you pray, do you get the acknowledgement slip? When you pray, do you wait for the acknowledgement slip? Or you hurry out of the prayer room without the acknowledgement slip? I hope you're praying about your marriage. And I'm sure that there are things in your heart which are specifically, you know, presenting before God, concerning your marriage, concerning the arrangements. And it's not, it's not God's plan that you come out of the prayer room with, not sure. Stay with the Lord. Pour out. Till you get that assurance, that peace, that surpasses all human understanding. The human wisdom will tell you, not possible. It's not going to work. It's impossible. It's going to be very difficult. But the peace of God, which surpasses all human understanding, will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. The peace of God is the consolation of God. And prayer is how you lay hold of the consolation of God. In prayer, you lay hold of God's comfort, God's consolation. In Psalm 94 and verse 19 says, When my anxious thoughts multiply within me, your consolations delight my soul. It is possible in this world that anxieties multiply within you. The things of this world can cause anxiety. The, the news that you read can cause anxiety. The things that you're exposed to on a daily basis can cause worry and anxiety. But like the psalmist, we must be able to say, when anxious thoughts multiply within me, his consolations delight my soul. Now you can have a delight in your soul in the midst of anxious thoughts. Look at that. My anxieties is opposed by his consolations. My anxieties is opposed by God's consolations, God's comfort. You tell me who's going to win, what's going to win. Your anxieties are God's consolations. Sometimes we, we amplify our anxiety so much. We don't realize that your anxieties are up against God's comfort. And your anxieties don't stand a chance to even lift its head if you're given, your, if you're given yourself to the comforts of God. And we have the one who comforts. God of all comfort, the comforter, the Holy Spirit, who's always with you. He does not want you, want you to live a life of anxiety and worry when anxious thoughts multiply within you. Your consolations, God's consolations, 
And you don't have to wait for the next Sunday to get that consolation from God. Because the comforter is always with you. Now you can live a, a life, a delightful life. A life of delight. Why? Because the comforter is always with you. Every time your anxious thoughts multiply within you. The consolations of God come to you. And in front of the consolations of God, your anxious thoughts are nothing. Are taken away, are swept away. By the tide of God's comfort. By the flow of God's comfort. Every anxious thought is washed away. Every anxious thought is washed away. Amen. Hallelujah. The consolations of God. That's, a, that's your portion in life. That's your portion in life. The comforts of God. He's a portion in life. Not the worries of this world. No, I had reason to worry. Yesterday morning I woke up with no voice. I had reason to worry. Thinking about Sunday morning. Thinking about worship. Thinking about preaching. And if I allow the anxious thoughts to multiply within me, and don't, if I don't give myself the comforts of God, I cannot delight. Instead of delighting in the soul, I will experience the weighing down of my heart. And the heart that is weighed down can cause your body to be sick. Do you know that a merry heart is like medicine to your body? If anyone, if anyone is sick, you know what you must do? Just spend time with God. Enjoy yourself. Have a blast. Have a good laugh. Be happy. Joy. Take pleasure. It's oil of gladness. Be of good cheer. Delight in the Lord. Be happy. Smile. Rejoice. The joy of the Lord. You know what it will do to you? Your body will become healed. Your body will become healed. Give it rest if you can. That's a good thing. But real healing comes from within you. The merry heart. The joyful heart. The joy of the Lord is your... It's your strength. And strength is experienced in the... In the body. In your physical being. God's desire for you is that you live a life free of worry. Free of anxiety. You know, even today when the exhortation was made at the start of the service, do not fear. You heard that even today. Do not fear. Rejoice and be glad. That's what God wants to do in your life. Take away every form of fear. Because the world is trying to pump in fear. And you know, churning out fear. Constantly churning out fear. Do not fear. Rejoice. And be glad. Be anxious. 
for nothing. But in everything, through prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And wait for that acknowledgement from God. Then the peace of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Allow the Holy Spirit to affect the way you think. Allow the Holy Spirit to affect the way you think. If you find yourself as a person is always worried about the things of this world, your future, anxious about the future, anxious about how things are going to become. He wants to remind you today, look at the birds in the air. By the natural laws, the basic laws of nature, they are fed, they are taken good care of. The basic laws of nature does that for them. You are worth much more than they. Your provision is not based on the laws of nature. God causes the sun to shine, the rain to fall upon the, the just and the unjust. That's the goodness of God. But you are not limited to that kind of an expression from God. You're much more, worth much more than they. God provides for you on the basis of supernatural laws. God provides for you based on, and His provision comes to you through angelic activity. through wonders and miracles. That which defies the human brain. If you're expecting things to go with you, things to go as per what you have seen, what you've experienced in the lives of people around you, know that God wants you to snap out. The Holy Spirit wants you to snap out of that thinking. Because he, want, he desires to do exceeding abundantly. Exceeding abundantly more than all that you ask or imagine. It is not according to the pattern of this world. It is not according to the elementary principles of this world. Thank you, Lord, for ministering to us so clearly. Thank you for the, for the word that you send to us today.
don't want to be people who expect the natural or rely on the natural causes to be people who who expect supernatural supernatural provision supernatural abundance supernatural protection and everything be supernatural about your people teach us to pray teach us to pray remind us to pray when we are worried holy spirit remind us to pray teach us to pray and to dig every worry to bury every worry in prayer to deal with every form of worry because an anxious heart weighs it down your comfort your consolations so delight to our soul thank you father for what you have in store for us thank you jesus this is what this is what i am sensing in my spirit many there are many around us going through various kinds of emotional imbalances and problems with with the mind the world has no answers the world has no solutions no permanent solutions the lord wants to prove that his word is true that he is true though every man be found a liar these two deal with every form of anxiety and worry according to god's word walk in perfect peace the peace of god guard your heart and your mind peace of god which surpasses all human understanding all kinds of earthly comprehension and wisdom and intellect and knowledge thank you father for what you have in store we receive it thank you for this teaching this ministering that we receive today bless your people with the manifestation of this word bless your people with the manifestation of this word cause the let there be testimonies lord of how this word is going to take effect and change things in the lives of your people thank you lord thank you bless every person who's joined us online speak a blessing over them grant them a great week walking with jesus filled with the peace of god thank you father in jesus name we pray amen Hello this is Nisha Dilip Koshi I'm sure this podcast has blessed you 
Do subscribe to our channel for more messages and follow us on social media to stay connected. May God bless you.